Hey guys, welcome to the podcast of the gains. You might have noticed that last week we didn't have an episode. And, uh, you know, some of you might have wondered if we died in our pursuit of the gains. Maybe <laughs> we were curling in the squat rack and some random bro tossed us a barbell and, and we died and ascended to Swole Hollow. <laughs> well, I wish it was like that because that would mean that we achieved the ultimate goal of uh, lifting weights with Broden. But um, the reality is that I went on a camping trip with some friends of mine and the signal there was completely shite. And that's the best way to put it. Uh, and even though Fran and I uh, were trying to record an episode, it simply wasn't happening. So we decided to, uh, you know, take a week off because sometimes gains need some rest too. They need some love. They need some hard work, but some rest as well. And today, we're back at it. I'm here with my co-host, my man Francesco, like I always say, Parmigiano Reggiano. Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> I'm actually in the Parmigiano Reggiano region at the moment. So yeah, I'm yeah. back to Emilia-Romagna. So yeah, a recording yeah. from Parmigiano Reggiano's region. Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually eating some cheese while we record now? No, I'm not. I'm vegan, so I'm not. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, okay. And, and we know from previous episodes that Fran doesn't like vegan cheese as well. Because no, yeah. you said it's shit. Yeah, I don't like cheese at all. So, you know, yeah, yeah. So, it doesn't matter if it's vegan or vegan, I don't eat cheese. Yeah, so <laughs> for all you guys that like cheese, you know, you're doing it wrong. Nah, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. So, what are we going to talk about today, Fran? Today, I mean, I was thinking about what you were saying, like, you know, we like to record quality podcasts. Mm. So today, so, you know, we don't mind if we have to skip one one week so that we ensure we maintain higher quality, uh, you know, podcast episodes. And today we talk about like um, a very interesting topic. I think that both of us experienced some, uh, you know, you know, difficulty at the beginning, uh, you know, because of the old misconception and all the myth related to uh, this particular variable in program design. And um, so the, the variable we're talking about about today is actually frequency, uh, training frequency. Uh, so you know that is actually one of the most important or the top three uh, parameter in program design. So when you're building your training protocol, the other one is intensity and volume. And then frequency, of course, is important. And then uh, as we were talking offline, uh, you know, sometimes still now I get like people approaching me, asking me, okay, oh, you, you're so swole, so you must be mm. training every day. For three hours a day at the gym and then my response is actually no i mean i usually i train like 45 minutes and uh, i don't even go every day so there's this misconception and correct me if i'm wrong that the more you more time you spend at the gym the more you get jacked while in reality mm. of course recovery is also very important so training frequency is extremely important depending on uh, your level of maturity uh, your experience in training and also many other factors related to your day-to-day -day life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, think? so I think you're wrong. I think there's a, a clear dose relationship in the, the longer you spend, uh, the longer time you spend at the gym, the more gains you're going to see because you're, you're doing more, more work and more work means more gains, right? <laughs> now, that, that, that's not how it works. But, but like you said, I, I have heard some people say, uh, and even when I started, I had some people that were preaching to me that to see gains, you need to spend at least two to three hours at the gym doing some hard work. 
but you know the reality of the the matter is that like Fran was saying so the the quality of your sessions right so we skipped one week of a podcast episode and imagine we had pushed through and uh, the episode was like uh, the audio was shitty you couldn't mm-hmm. barely understand what we were saying and we ran out of topics to discuss so we were just talking about how Fran hates cheese and I actually had some cheddar cheese on my trip um, <laughs> that would be a pretty shitty episode right so yeah. the way I like to see it is when you're training let's say for three hours I mean what are you actually doing and when you're saying training we're talking about you know the bodybuilding strength uh, so resistance training so weights I'd say that after you know those initial 45 to 60 minutes it's really hard to maintain the intensity, meaning mm-hmm. if if you're still pushing heavy and if, you, if you're still controlling your technique, if you still feel like you're going hard after two hours, then you're a beast because uh, that's you know simply not how it works. It's normal for mm-hmm. your, your intensity to drop as time passes. That's mm-hmm. why, um, a quick example, that's why some, some training uh, sessions might start off with a heavy compound lift and then as the session progresses, you might end up with some isolation movements that are pretty chill mm-hmm. on the central nervous system, but you can still stimulate the muscle, get a nice contraction, mm-hmm. and you're not, you know, frying your 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 brain pretty much. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. Yeah, just before I mm-hmm. let Fran take no. take it, you know, take Carry it. Carry on, man. I'm just gonna say one thing for y'all listening. Because I know sometimes we're all super nerds. And when Fran was saying about, you know, frequency, volume, intensity, uh, for me and for a lot of you, I'm sure you guys are like, yep, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, let's let's move on. But for some of y'all that might be wondering what the fuck is going on, let me just say that today we're going to talk about frequency. And in a very simplistic way, it just means how many times per week are you hitting the gym? Uh, so let's say you're training three times a week. That's the training frequency of three times. Let's say you're going to the gym to fab five times a week. Guess what? Five times frequency. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to let my main man mm-hmm. take it home. No, I mean, I, I was just, uh, you know, completely agree with what you were saying. And, um, you know, it, it, it really depends on the contest. So you can also have athletes or, you know, people um, that can actually dedicate their entire life to training. They can actually sustain also 90 minutes, two hours training every day. But then, of course, I mean, these are people that they do that as a job. Uh, they do that for a living. Uh, so like professional athletes and, um, of course, professional athletes with a lot of training experience. Because, of course, a newbie or someone who is um, very new to resistant training uh, might need a bit more time to recover uh, from a training session. While someone who has been training for quite a while then, of course, can recover faster and then can train for longer. But then, again, the context is very important because it all depends on what you're doing in the rest of the day. Uh, of course, you know, training is a form of stress. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a stress source. And then if you have other stress stressors, uh, you know, throughout the day, then uh, you're going to really, you know, taxating uh, your uh, central nervous system uh, and uh, you know your ability to recover from one session uh, and then uh, you know you probably have to uh, tweak a bit the frequency and the volume and all the other parameters um, when you're doing a program uh, design and then the other aspect because we're both students of you know sport nutrition is of course nutrition 
So this is also another important aspect or factor when um, it comes to you know training frequency. Because I see like people that want to train every day, uh, be for you know even just one hour, mm -hmm. but then they don't eat enough, and uh, then uh, they don't allow their body to recover uh, from the previous session. So of course, in terms of uh, you know intensity, you mentioned intensity, uh, their muscle are still depleted. Uh, they even uh, they even restore you know muscle glycogen, and mm -hmm. therefore you know the session. Um, the, the following section is actually at lower intensity compared to the previous one. So nutrition is also like a key factor. If you want to train every day, you just have to make sure. And, and of course, your your goal is muscle building. Mm -hmm. In this case, is not cutting. Uh, then you just have to make sure that you have enough calories, enough fuel to sustain those sessions and doing them at very high intensity. Because otherwise, you can just change you know, sport and just do endurance training. If your your scope is just going to the gym and just do isolation movements and uh, just uh, spend some time lifting weights from A to B and uh, don't make any type of effort, mm. then just like go running or go to do another sport because that is not uh, bodybuilding. I mean, it sounds very harsh, but it's the reality. I mean, you can't do um, any type of resistance training without actually having progressive tension overload or without stressing the muscle with like yeah. increasing uh, volume and, and intensity. What I do you mean, think? Yeah, I mean, definitely agree. It's like it, the name itself says resistance training and, and mm -hmm. it's not you that's creating the resistance. You're pushing against the resistance. So mm -hmm. some motherfucker resistance is going to come at you and yeah. you got to be like, no, man, I'm going to push through and I'm going to make some gains in the process. And Gravity. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. I mean, if if anyone listening has tried uh, handstand push-ups, gravity is the son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, but you know, just touching on a very important topic that's gonna link pretty much a lot of the things we've said is that, and I, we were talking about this before recording. I used to think, and I still see a lot of people that think this way that there is an optimal training frequency. Meaning, let's say you've been training for uh, three times, three or four times. Mm -hmm. But then this random dude, and he's jacked as fuck, he comes to you and he says, Dog, I've been training for five to six times for my whole life. And, uh, and that's what uh, has you know, gotten me these, these gains. Uh, and you try to train about five to six times and you start to feel, you know, in, in the beginning, you might even feel good and... But uh, a month in or something like that, you might start to feel uh, worn out or maybe your joints are aching a bit. And you start to think, hmm, maybe this isn't working. But because that training frequency is considered optimal in your in your mindset, you push through. Um, and that might actually be detrimental to your progress. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I just want to make this clear, uh, like Fran was saying, when we're looking at how to periodize a, like a training program, and you're looking at intensity, uh, frequency, and volume, you can pretty much play with all these variables to create your program. And what works best for you might not be the best for someone else. Uh, like Fran was saying, training is a stressor in your life. So depending on your social life, your relationships, if you're someone that's you know very prone to stress, or let's say uh, you're working in, I don't know, uh, uh, restaurant business or hotel business and you have a, a weird schedule that changes every single week yeah. then you might need to, to find you know a, a program that works for you yeah. so just from from the get-go i want to establish this idea that there is no 
optimal scenario that works for everyone. There is no cookie cutter program. Uh, but there are some things that might work for some people. For instance, uh, and I'm, I'm going to let Fran talk about this because I know he's a, a very uh, knowledgeable dude in this area as well about training volume. Uh, like training volume, your needs, uh, meaning the, the amount of work you need to do to see gains, it's completely different uh, whether you're a beginner just starting out or if yeah. you're an, uh, an intermediate lifter that's been lifting for some years and has a solid technique. Or even if you're an advanced lifter that's been lifting for a long period of time, or you might even be an athlete that uh, lifts for his, you know, like uh, a job or something. Mm-hmm. All of these people will have different goals mm-hmm. and different, um, yeah, different goals to aim towards you. And at the end of the day, you need to figure out what your goal is, and then you can uh, mm-hmm. select or build your training program according to that goal. So it's, it's not black and white. I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but it's never black and white, which is, it's pretty cool at the end of the day because mm. there is right. no right answer. That's and it's, right. it's up to you to also figure out what works best for you. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I totally agree. I mean, I, um, I, I love this. And um, it's actually the beauty of, you know, bodybuilding um, and personalization. Uh, so most of the time, as you said, I mean, we look at, you know, the big jack, and swole guy at the mm. gym and we try to emulate that because we believe that he has the secret portion of the secret um, you know weapon uh, to get <laughs> yeah. jacked while in reality he must have been training for like 10 years more than you uh, so he must be already at a different point of a journey so every time when i also talk with my athletes i always uh, try to make them think about their own journey rather than uh, looking at pictures on Instagram of other athletes or other people and say, I want to become like that one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can become even better if you just focus on your journey because the problem starts when uh, you want to go for like shortcuts or, you know, accelerate the process. So it's like when you're focusing, for instance, on a, a particular weight on the barbell and uh, you want to speed up the time to get to that particular weight and to that particular PR, then uh, you get injured because uh, you don't allow the body to recover and actually uh, become good at handling a heavier weight. So instead of having like a progressive tension overload in a gradual uh, kind of a rhythm, you're trying to accelerate and then very easily you get injured and then you have to go back and start from the very beginning. Similarly with frequency, I mean, if you're a newbie and uh, you want to make gains, uh, you, you just stick with like the minimum at the beginning yeah, you made some solid gains, and then uh, it's actually up to you. And uh, you know, if you're in really in good sync with your body, and uh, you feel like you can recover uh, quick quickly from like three uh, day sessions a week, then it's up to you to decide whether to add an additional session or add a bit more volume. But again, everything needs to be personalized and individualized depending on uh, your ability to recover and uh, thinking about kind of in the in the long term rather than the short term. So it's not just like, I want to become like that guy tomorrow, but mm-hmm. I want to become better than that guy in 10 years time. And I want to get to that weight, but I don't want to get to that weight tomorrow because at the moment I'm 50 kilos behind. Yeah. I just want to get to that weight when it's time to get there. And, uh, you know, longevity, and we talk about that because as you know, you know I'm 65 years old. So <laughs> I've been training for quite a while. Uh, but you know the most important thing is like trying to longevity in training so keep have the ability and I would say like 
being lucky enough to continue to lift weight for your entire life instead mm -hmm. of like trying to go too quickly to a specific, I don't know, PR to a specific poundage and then have to take like 10 steps back because you got you get injured and then you have to start from the very beginning. So like little step, step by step uh, in training as in nutrition really can lead you very far away and, uh, you know, to your goals instead of like trying to accelerate things. Yeah, I mean, 100%, you know, I'm going to go all motivational guru right now. <laughs> but one of my favorite quotes is um, comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, and, you know, when you look at it, I'll, I'll give you a personal example. When I started out uh, bodybuilding, I really look up to um, Steve Cook. Mm -hmm. Like at the time, I think I was 17 and uh, I didn't know jack shit about bodybuilding. But I went on bodybuilding.com. I saw that um, I was about to go to uni on that year. So there was this program like uh, four times a week called Big Man on Campus from Steve uh -huh. Cook, right? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go. Not that we have campuses here back in Portugal, but I was going to go to uni, and that program is specifically designed for dudes going to uni. And I was like, hell yeah, man. I want to be the big man on campus. Of and course, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? And yeah. then uh, you know, started seeing the program, started seeing how Steve Cook, his physique, and I thought, you know what? I really like this guy's physique. I want to get to where he is. Uh, but I kind of used it as, uh, you know, just an, an end goal. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I didn't want to be Steve, Steve Cook. I just wanted my physique to change in a way that would resemble yeah. what he was preaching about. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I say comparison is the thief of joy is that, like, if you go on Instagram, there's probably tons, thousands of thousands of profiles of dudes that are jacked to the bone. Uh, and uh, we've we've even discussed this that uh, Eric Helms and Omar Yusuf talked about on their podcast mm -hmm. um, about dudes that are probably doing I don't know 20 15k steps a day and not eating enough to stay jacked uh, mm -hmm. all year round and that might not be feasible for a lot of people that are just mm -hmm. you know they have a job they have kids maybe so from the get go you need to decide what your goals are and then ask yourself are they realistic and don't yeah. get me wrong I, I think that you can achieve a lot with your physique if you just put in the consistency and the hard work. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the issue is that sometimes it's going to suck. Like sometimes mm -hmm. you're going to lift the same fucking weight for, for yeah. I don't know, weeks and weeks on end, and you're going to feel like you're not progressing. Uh, but if you push through, you might end up progressing. But if you quit, yeah. you know, bye-bye gains. That That's pretty much one of the things I think is very important to have. So when you were talking about you know, an individualized approach and looking at your own journey, it's very important to always compare yourself to yourself. So yeah. let's say you're starting out, I don't know, 50 kilos overweight and you're comparing yourself to this dude that's 5% body fat. And that's, uh, that's not... <laughs> yeah, it's not, ambitious, but not realistic. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's overly ambitious. It's, mm -hmm. like, uh, it's like you're a kid and you're comparing yourself to Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. Uh, saying that because I'm Portuguese. But uh, the thing is, they're completely different athletes and different goals. And you know, some people lift just to be healthier. Some people mm -hmm. uh, like to lift to be healthier and stronger and jacked and have them them six pack abs. Some people just like to lift to get them glutes popping. So you need to find what makes you tick. You know, uh, and right. 
I'm, I'm noticing the front like like that when I said glutes popping. Yeah, I love uh, training glutes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, favorite muscle group, you know, glutes. Yeah. The glutes um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really do believe that um, in order to be successful, it really helps if you track your progress and then analyze it, be critical about it, but also, you know, treat yourself like you would treat your best friend. I think that's a great advice because... Sure. Uh, and I know we like like this is the podcast of the off topics of the segues and whatnot. Like we're always talking about different things, and we'll get back to frequency. Don't worry, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you just gotta go with the flow and you know talk what's what's on your mind. Um, and I completely lost my train of thought with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing about comparing yourself is that I remember where I was going uh, going to go with this is. If you, let's say you haven't progressed or you're trying to, to hit a PR in the bench press and it's just not happening, mm-hmm. like there are a lot of different ways that you can uh, assess, you know, what, what's going on. Is it like, is it your training? Is it you're going through a stressful period uh, in your life? Is it, I don't know, relationships? Is it nutrition? Is it too much volume? Is it time for a deload? So there are a lot of different things you can look at. But if you just... Uh, you know, face the problem as um, I suck, therefore I'm not making gains. It's probably because I'm not doing something right. Yeah. Then you're not going to progress. And I've seen this happen a lot. And now taking it back to the frequency, which is the main topic, uh, frequency and volume, you're pretty much linked. So usually when you increase the frequency of your training, meaning you're training more often, Mm-hmm. you're probably going to get an increase in volume, meaning you're already going to do more work just because you're training an extra day. And a lot of people that I see at the gym, a lot of people that talk to me, they don't really understand this concept, right? They just want to do more for the sake of doing more when the goal, especially, you know, since this is a podcast of the games, is to grow muscle, is to you yeah. know, become stronger, to get jacked. Mm-hmm. So your muscle doesn't care if you're going to do 20 sets of biceps in one workout. It doesn't give a fuck. Your muscle just cares, you know, about tension. Is it being stimulated? Is it getting the energy it needs to get swole? You know, simple, simple things. But um, even the other day, I had this dude come to me and he was like, I've done 10 sets of chest today. Do you think it's enough? And I'm like, "Um, sorry, he didn't say 10 sets. 10 sets would be okay. He said 10 exercises. So three sets per exercise, 30 sets, 30 sets. Yeah, he said, I've done... Yeah, 10 exercises of chest, uh, and I'm going to do some uh, five exercises of biceps now. Do you think that's enough? And I said, enough for what? And he said, uh, to, <laughs> to, to grow muscle. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. And he said, to grow muscle. And I was like, well, that's more than enough. Hmm. The thing is, if you try to explain to someone that's already doing a fuck ton of volume, that they don't need to do a fuck ton of volume, hmm. and not only was he doing this on that specific day, he likes to do that two to three times a week. So imagine we're talking about 60 to 90 sets of chest per week. And this is the same guy that's uh, asked me before um, if it, like if there's a way of avoiding injuries because he's always having nagging injuries either on his shoulders or wrists or something like that. And, you know, it doesn't take a genius to, to understand mm-hmm. that you want to hit that sweet spot, uh, meaning you want to do enough work but you want your work to be high quality, like this podcast. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, high quality is more most important. I mean, just to avoid junk volume and stuff that doesn't work at all. 
especially when it comes to you know muscle building you want to still even if you had an additional session so you're increasing the frequency of your training as you know miguel is actually showcasing his biceps at the moment then uh, you just want to make sure that you know it's always like a session with like sufficient enough intensity uh, you know unless you want to you know develop other athletic uh, or other you know fitness capacities or you want to improve your cardiorespiratory fitness and then train at uh, i don't know 10 percent one rm uh, or train at you know super lightweight um, or doing like something that is more metabolic or something like i don't know mom or amrap uh, session uh, from from crossfit then if you want to you know, do something like that. Of course, you can do that. You can, you know, allow this session maybe at the end of the week. But if you want to train for specifically for muscle building, then uh, you need to add volume or add frequency, but uh, at the right intensity. Uh, so, of course, I mean, you can understand that again, unless you are an experienced lifter, you can maintain the same level of intensity from the first session to the last session of the week if you train like six times a week. Uh, you know, one or the other will basically have to go down. And, uh, you know, if you want to focus on, you know, building muscle, I would say that intensity is very important. Uh, it's not just like going to the gym and doing as many sets as possible and uh, pretending or hoping that, you know, your chest in this case will, will basically grow, you know. You yeah. just have to, you know, train, maybe just being very careful. I mean, you can do a lot of, like, um, you know, warm-up sets uh, in order to get to um, the right weight for the right intensity mm -hmm. and maybe just stick with like, you know, if you train like with high frequency, maybe three, four sets, um, you know, per exercise uh, for a particular muscle group. So in terms of chest, you know, is a, let's say, medium-sized muscle group. So I would say like if you train uh, with a high frequency, maybe six to eight sets, again, depending on your level of experience in training uh, per session is more than enough. Of course, if you uh, train with less frequency, then uh, you can actually go with a little bit more volume. But again, it's just like uh, manipulating all these variables and just making sure that you, you maintain a high intensity because otherwise it's just like going to the gym as, you know, people that go on a on a treadmill just yeah. reading the you know newspaper and you know they're not training there yeah yeah and you know like uh like i was saying at the end of the day it really comes down to what your goal is mm -hmm. um for instance let's say you're going to the gym five times a week but you're doing upper lower and then you do just 20 minutes on the treadmill and then you do upper lower that's mm -hmm. five five days in the gym but mm -hmm. you know that's that's completely if your training sessions are in lasting three hours, that gives you enough time to recover. Because one of the main aspects that we need to keep in mind is that we don't actually grow when we're training. We grow mm -hmm. while we're resting and we're nourishing your, you know, our bodies. Yeah. Um, so quick Q&A, let's pretend I don't know shizzle. I don't know shizzle. And I'm a newbie and I come to you, Fran, and I say, Fran, I heard you the man of the gains. I heard you got them all gains stashed up in your trunk. <laughs> um, what should I do to optimize my gains in terms of how many times should I go to the gym and what should I do? Let's say I'm just a complete beginner. I just want yeah. to start out. 
I mean, I'm curious to, to hear also your opinion, but I will definitely start with like three sessions a week, uh, three full body sessions. Uh, so I will definitely uh, try to focus more on, uh, you know, compound movements. So instead of doing a lot of uh, or shitload of isolation movement, just uh, allow the trainee to learn uh, the proper trajectory and pattern on the compound movements, because those are the most important muscle building exercises. And um, I will stick with like three sessions a week at the beginning uh, to allow a recovery from one session to another. So potentially one, two days in between sessions. What about what about you? What do you think? You know, uh, I'm kind of biased because we already talked about this. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd go with the same approach, especially because mm -hmm. in the beginning, you don't need to do a lot of work to, to see results. It's, yeah. it's more a matter of consistency, learning proper movement patterns, feeling uh, the right muscles, you know, activating. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that I think it's valuable for our listeners to, to know is that when we say, you know, volume, it's not just the amount of sets you're doing. Uh, that's one way of looking at volume. For mm -hmm. instance, you're doing three sets, four sets, five sets. But uh, another good way of uh, looking at volume, for instance, I think it's uh, volume loads. So you have mm -hmm. the, the weight you lifted, times the uh, number of repetitions you did, times the number of sets. And if you look at it that way, then you can see that just by increasing either the number of reps or weights or just, uh, yeah, one of those, and keeping three sets, you can already increase volume without necessarily having to do four sets of everything, which is another right. thing I notice a lot. And I used to do it myself. Mm -hmm. uh, starting out, I thought that if three sets gives me good gains, four sets of everything is going to give me huge gains. Um, mm -hmm. you're, you know, which is uh, now I know better. But at the, no, at the time, I really believed it. And sometimes mm -hmm. I'd be doing almost 30 sets per session uh, on some like upper body sessions. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. the other the other yeah. aspect, I mean, before I forget, because I, I just um, um, kind of like came to my mind uh, a few seconds ago and then uh, I lost it again, is about, you know, specialization protocols. So, yeah. you know, of course you can go heavy or you can increase volume, increasing frequency uh, of a specific protocol if you're looking to improve a specific body part, let's mm -hmm. say like your back. Uh, so like a big muscle, of course it requires more volume, but then automatically, because again, our body is a system and is all interconnected. If you're increasing the volume, if you're increasing the frequency, let's say in pull-ups, then automatically you will have to lower the volume on the other muscle group. And then again, in, in terms of like, uh, in periodization uh, protocol, uh, looking at the grand scheme of things, in that specific period of your journey or your fitness journey, you're just going to focusing on a specialization program for, for back, and then maybe go back to uh, three full bodies, four full bodies, and, and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah, man, good shot, good shot. I like that you said if you're focusing on back, then you can go back to what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> pun right. intended. But uh, I wanted to ask you, what's your frequency now? So how many times you train at the moment? Yeah, so when uh, when the gyms reopened, I was training just three times a week mm -hmm. uh, for for the first week. And then I ramped it up to four times a week because I was recovering pretty well. Uh, mm -hmm. Still four times a week was doing pretty well. And then I decided to do what I'm doing now, which is five times a week. Uh, but the, um, the volume is split between the sessions so what i'm doing now is i'll do legs on monday tuesday is a push day and then wednesday pull 
and then on Thursday I go back to legs and on Friday I do an upper body so I'm always giving uh, at least I'd say 48 hours uh, for mm-hmm. the muscle groups to recover mm-hmm. uh, and I'm still keeping the volume within uh, the, the recommended guidelines for volume that we have right now and not trying to sound smart or nerdy it's just uh, current you know it's a hot topic right now. How much volume should you do? How much you need to do? Current guidelines are like 10 to 20 working sets per muscle group per week. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like a good spot depending on your, um, if you're an advanced, intermediate, or beginner lifter. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in that threshold. Still seeing what works best for me. Currently, my strength uh, is improving on the compound lifts. So every week, I'm uh, being able to either slightly increase the weight or add some reps with the same weights, which is a you know great indicator. But uh, yeah. this shit takes time, you know. It's only yeah, been, yeah. Um, it's yeah, for sure. It's been six weeks since I've started this uh, training frequency, and so far I feel good. But that doesn't mean I'm not gonna switch it up eventually and uh, see if it works even better. You know, mm-hmm. see if I can juice, uh, squeeze some more juicy ass gains. Awesome. Very <laughs> um, good. What about Excellent. you, my man? Just uh... Uh, yeah, at the moment I'm in. Uh, I'm I'm taking advantage of the summer times, of the good weather, and uh, trying also to train my cardiorespiratory fitness. Because uh, remember when uh, uh, in the lab in back in February this year, yeah. did, um, I actually volunteered to do the VO2 max. I was not very happy to be kind of like just above average, uh, or like uh, I wanted to be, of course, like a bit higher. Super, instead, super. yeah, super excellent. <laughs> so you know, basically, since February, I've been, you know, training or you know, trying to focus on endurance training as well. So basically, what I'm doing at the moment is alternating. Again, uh, we can do another episode on concurrent training, but mm. basically alternating uh, resistance training session to endurance training sessions. Uh, so I basically do, when I go to the gym, uh, my frequency is like from three to four full bodies. Okay. And um, I do go to the gym maybe twice or thrice uh, a week. And then I keep like um, the fourth full body uh, just training at home as in the lockdown period. And uh, yeah, I'm making good progress. I'm also very happy with my cardiorespiratory fitness now. You know, I don't... Uh, get out of breath while you know taking the stairs so it's much better than before <laughs> i thought that but, happened no of course not but you know it's good i mean i you know when um when you will get to 65 you know you realize <laughs> that it's very important also to just yeah. like focus on uh, all the fitness capacities and not just be focusing on one of them so i've been training for more than 20 years as a bodybuilder and mm-hmm. just focusing just on bodybuilding now I'm trying to add also other things, and uh, I feel like in my idea and concept of natural bodybuilder, mm. yeah, like in literal term, like building my body, this is the best way to build my body and to build like uh, an athletic physique as well. Yeah, a well-rounded athlete. That's that right. Doesn't yeah. Doesn't like cheese. Yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> no. just just messing. With yeah. yeah, that's me. <laughs> All right, so I'm Good gonna man. wrap it up with uh, an expression. Uh, which is too long, didn't read, which is usually found at uh, the end of uh, a Reddit post or something like that, which is meant for the people that don't want to read the post because it's too long, but they want a short and snappy uh, one sentence to mm-hmm. summarize everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had to say one thing, what would it be to summarize this whole mumbo-jumbo episode? Individual 
frequency training, um, you know, just personalize, uh, try, try to personalize uh, your training frequency and uh, don't emulate someone else uh, when you're building your, your training protocol. It's mm. not just one word, but, you know, it's like short it sentence. It doesn't have to be one word. <laughs> it can be one sentence. Yeah, that, that's what's up. I'm going to wrap it up with experiment different things. If you're getting results, keep doing what you're doing. If you mm -hmm. feel like it's time for change, don't be afraid to change and try it out. Uh, and that's our too long, didn't read. And hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast of the gains. And we're back in action. And we'll see you next week for some more gains. Peace.